I'm Zaria Oates. Welcome back to some daily news. The stories that broke headlines and the stories that flew under the radar are all in one place by one person at one time. Let's get into it. Denmark once led the world in refugee acceptance as they were the first to sign the United Nations Refugee Convention in 1951, but in 2019, a Danish government threat assessment ruled the conditions better than they previously were in Damascus, the capital of Syria. This led to the reviewing of hundreds of Syrian refugee permits, followed by the withdrawal of refugee residency permits. Charlotte Slent, the secretary general of the Danish Refugee Council, disagrees with the Danish government's decision declaring Syria safer. Slent says she has knowledge of ongoing civil rights abuses in Syria and believes it to still be unsafe for refugees to return. Since 2019, the Danish government has refused to extend over 300 residency permits, and the number continues to rise as the country leans further to the right politically. This weekend, two shootings left three dead in Austin, Texas, and another three dead in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kenosha County Sheriff David Beth said the Wisconsin shooter appeared to have known the victims and planned the attack. The Texas shooting left two women dead and one man, and the suspect is turning a few heads. After a 20-hour manhunt, the Travis County deputies arrested Stephen Broderick for the shooting, a former Travis County detective. Police say the search for Broderick began with the domestic violence incident, but he was arrested on a warrant for capital murder. Travis County District Attorney Jose Garza says Broderick will be held without bail because he committed the crime after being released on bond from charges related to sexual assault against a 16-year-old. In this incident, Broderick is suspected of killing his wife, daughter, and daughter's boyfriend. Today, the Department of Health and Human Services will provide $150 million to community-based health care providers. The money will go toward vaccinations, technological infrastructure improvements, and educational resources on COVID-19. The deadline for providers to apply for the funds is May 14th, and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services holds the final say as to whether or not a provider will be approved for funding. And Apple will reinstate the popular conservative app Parler after it was used as a far-right free speech platform for and after the January 6th attack on the Capitol and to incite other hateful rhetoric. A revised version of the app will be offered to Apple users with improved content moderation, a mechanism to report offensive content, the ability to block abusive users from the service, and multiple other safety measures to protect users. In a letter regarding Parler's presence on the App Store, Apple said the proposed user setting updates by the company will permit the app's reinstation today. That's all for now. Come back for more.